Welcome to the Trusted Visions podcast. Stacy. we're back to talk about the consulting side of the world. To our audience, I apologize that you don't have a view. Our mean marketing guy, John, said that he couldn't do this whole sun in my face thing anymore. So you don't get a view today because the sun is out unless we start doing it at, at dusk or dawn, Stacey. So um, with that being said, last week we talked about kind of the broker-dealer side and how consultants can come in and really help revamp their recruiting success. And so this week I figured it would be <clears throat> a good step to talk about the OSJ or enterprise consulting side. As you know, Stacy. We get contacted several times a week from OSJs or enterprises that say, hey, we're not having success recruiting or, hey, can you help us have greater success? And so I'm going to start with this side of it is, is from an OSJ standpoint, I, I think it's important to know when you're looking to recruit, the first thing you got to ask yourself is, are you with the right broker dealer to be able to have success in recruiting? And I'll give you a prime example of that is an OSJ we're actually working with reached out, I don't know, several months ago and said, hey, I'm looking to recruit. And my feedback to them was, look, I understand you're looking to recruit and you have a great value proposition, but your broker dealer is in such influx right now. Ethically, we couldn't really send somebody to you given all the uncertainty of what your firm is going through. And so as an OSJ that wants to recruit, I think that's the first thing you have to ask yourself is, am I with the right broker-dealer partner to have success in recruiting? In addition to that, if you're not, I think the important side, if an OSJ is looking to make a broker-dealer change, a lot of them get dazzled with that big upfront check. And if you're going to have success in recruiting, you got to think long-term with whatever broker-dealer you're with and not go out and take the highest upfront money. Make sure that you're negotiating the right pricing and payouts to have success in recruiting because you want to be able to beat your competition. So that's payout. That's advisory pricing. And a lot of broker-dealers will adjust the transition money down to increase the payout or pricing. And so that's something to think about. And, and I think that's where it really comes into to working with a team like Stacy and I to talk through all of that. In addition to that, the last thing I'll touch on is, do you have the right infrastructure in place to be able to have success in recruiting? Because your value proposition is great, but do you provide a uh, added layer of service or support to your advisors that are looking at joining you versus what they would get at a broker dealer. Because that's one avenue they're going to look at is what does my deal look like going direct to the broker dealer? And then what does my deal look like going <laughs> with you as the OSJ or enterprise? And we see this a lot with one of the enterprises we work with a lot, Stacy, where they always make it a point to better the economics for that advisor going with them versus direct. And then they have added layers of support. Like they have an advisory team in-house. They have a transition team in-house. They have an operations team in-house. And so that's something that really sets you apart versus saying, hey, come join me, but I don't have that staffing in place. And so as an OSJ, if you're considering being a recruiting OSJ, you need to think about that of do you want to put forth the money and and time and effort to build out that infrastructure to ensure you have success in recruiting long term. So enough of my talk at Stacey. I'm going to hand it over to you and, and just let you talk about kind of some of the points of value prop and, and payouts and pricing. Thanks, Jeremy. 
And I, I think this is something that you've always been passionate about as far as helping OSJs and enterprises do recruiting successfully in your career. Um, I've seen it in mine and it's it's fun. When you get the right combination and find success in getting um, advisors on, you can just take them further. So you got the broker dealer and their value prop. But if you as an OSJ office also have a fantastic value prop that sets yourself apart, it's just a fun recruiting experience because you can start saying yes and start making a difference with so many advisors um, that are good fits. Now, from that value prop, I've I've worked with lots of offices that want to be that uh, recruiting office. They want to be the destination. They want the corporate recruiters from their firm to be sending them leads. You still have to have that value prop. Like you can't just ignore it just because you're nice people or just because of where you're at, you should get leads. So just Think that through, whether you like the word value proposition or not, um, and I've had those discussions in the past, um, what makes you different? Why should a corporate recruiter, why should someone send you a lead, refer it to you, than someone down the street or even someone a state away? Because geography doesn't really matter anymore, right? Uh, what, what are you standing out for and why someone should join you long-term and stay with you? So um, just really have that defined and and how you can share that with someone to make a difference. Uh, You touched on this, Jeremy, too, from the um, infrastructure and just how you price and negotiate from the broker dealer when you join them. You've got to look at the competitive pricing standpoint from recruiting. Now, I I like to give two examples. Um, In my career, there was two two OSJs that were actively and successfully recruiting, um, and I'd refer business to both of them. One had a pretty large override not the highest payout, but they had a value proposition of helping win business, close deals, and growing the gross production where the advisor ultimately, you know, if you, if you can expand that far enough, you can net uh, more in the end, right? The other office did skinny margins and they grew by size, by scale, but they were competing with the highest payout that they could uh, expand and give to their, their groups. So two different value propositions, one more driven by payout, one driven by the growth of the business marketing back office support. So you can go either direction and be successful, but you you do have to know how you're presenting and which lane you're in there. Um, as far as working with the back office, I just want to touch on that real quick. Sorry, the uh, being, are killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I can see them. Uh, yeah, so working with the back office, and Jeremy, I'm sure you've seen this. I've seen it. Don't be a jerk. It's a pretty simple thing to do because a corporate recruiter does not have to send business to you if you're a jerk to them. I mean, it's, it's, it's really simple. Build rapport, build a relationship. You don't have to be besties. You don't have to be fake, but you have to respect that other person um, from the corporate recruiting side if you want to get leads from them and have them work with you. So, and I would just keep in front of that person, right? Because they're getting a lot of probably request for lead flow from other offices as well. You, again, just build that relationship, build the trust, make sure they know your value prop and keep in touch. That's probably the, the best advice I can, I can give, um, you know, and again, don't be a jerk. <laughs> and, and those are great points, Stacey. I would also touch on, and then I forgot to mention, you know, for, for, Recruiting OSJs, you know, reach out to third-party recruiting firms outside of just trusted visions. Um, you know, build rapport and relationships with them. I I would personally say any of those firms that are asking for a you know retainer, I typically say steer clear of that. Of you want somebody that has that gets paid as they prove results 
versus a retainer. I've never been a fan of a retainer. I think, you know, for me, it's it's too much uncertainty. And for our audience, if, if you want to learn more information, we have turnkey consulting programs, just like we spoke about last week about the broker dealer side. We have turnkey programs for, for recruiting OSJs that really want to take the recruiting game to the next level. We have customized um, consulting programs where we can really help you define if it's as little as, like Stacy said, really redefining your value proposition, um, looking at your infrastructure or even, hey, where do I need to go with building out my infrastructure? From a marketing standpoint, who should we be using marketing-wise to help us recruit? Um, you know, We'd be happy to talk to you and, and work through that. Stacy, as always, your contact information. All right. You can reach me at 641-919-6722. And you can always email me at stacy.martin at trustedvisions.com. And for me, you can call or text 480-430-5012 or info at trustedvisions.com. Look forward to speaking with you guys next week. Hope that you have a great weekend.